We did this differently, no. but I like it. I like this. Okay. I picked performers who were honoring them, which is kind of what you did, but you picked okay. honorees. Yes, I did pick honorees. We did. I will. I picked my favorite performers who were honoring the honorees, and Love then this. I also picked Love the this. most surprising or the most exciting honorees as a separate little entity. Oh my so, gosh, I loved it. Yeah, I'll, we did this very differently. Again, not not communicating. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hello, and welcome to episode 94 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your Cyber Monday's production of Be More Chill Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. You can and you should also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to help other theater nerds out there find our podcast. That's right. To find out more about this theater nerd cult that we're all a part of, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and threads at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. In today's episode, we're discussing the Kennedy Center Honors. All right, Rachel. Hello. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy after Thanksgiving. We're stuffed. Like the turkey. um, Yes. Rachel and I are just like the turkeys today. Really? Today it's yeah. it's t- every you know what's so funny is before Thanksgiving, like the week of Thanksgiving, everyone's like, I'm not really doing work. I'm just kind of not mm-hmm. doing work. And today right. is the epitome of, oh, I pushed all of this until today. I'm not gonna do it until Tuesday at mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. Well, I was lucky enough to switch. I was supposed to come back on Monday, but I switched a shift with someone. So I still have Monday today off. So Oh, wow. Isn't <laughs> that nice. I, nice? I know. I don't go back till tomorrow. So that's wonderful for me. Good for you. But I'm over here you. just drinking coffee at work. <laughs> We're praying for everyone um, who's at work. Yes, we are with the with the end of the parade with Santa, we are officially in the Christmas season. And <laughs> yeah, that's how it, that's works. how it works. And um you know, this past weekend, we, we're already going to talk about this a ton in this episode because, you know, we're not recording these out of order or anything, but um, the buzz in the episode. But um, we this past weekend, Rachel went to New York, but because of when we're recording this, we won't be able to talk about it until next week. So yes, be, you know, yeah, be on the lookout for be on the lookout is really what. Yeah. Prepare <laughs> yeah. yourself. Yes. Prepare yourself. Although I did. Did you just see the 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 reel I just sent you right Don't before we started? Don't tell recording? me. I already yeah. knew who was coming. I already. Ethan knew. Slater was a special guest for um, Gutenberg, 
And um, <sighs> I sent Rachel right, literally right before we started recording this, um, Seconds. the video of it. And I was like, so I'm so sorry. Cause we, you know, she was hoping that he would be but there I, for her. Yeah. Performance. yeah. But as of recording this, I obviously don't know who my special guest was yet. Right. Um, but I have heard it's going to be someone in comedy. That's the hint. Oh, that's I hope exciting. it's someone that both my parents and I know. Well, like we said a couple of weeks ago, Al Roker is really the <laughs> was. Is he know. someone in comedy? I mean, he's funny. He's a funny weatherman. <laughs> he's a funny weatherman. I would the love to see the new comics. A funny uh, weatherman. <laughs> I would love to see a comedy Netflix comedy special of Al Roker. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, uh, honestly, yeah. you're not wrong. Okay, yeah. well, well, we um, digress. Yeah, we digress. We hope Rachel had a safe weekend. We don't really know because we're recording this before. So, (laughs) (laughs) but of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, We're going to get into all things Kennedy Center honors this week. But of course, before we get into our main course, we have our appetizer, which I think we should do like, like Christmas cookie, like box of Christmas cookies is our appetizer, even though that's like a dessert. But it's like, you know, it's Christmas season and that's We're like, ready. We'll start you know, eating cookies. Like, We're eating cookies and cheese from mm-hmm. now, like December 1 exactly. all the way through December 31st into, and you into get, the new year. Yeah. And your neighbors bring you a box of cookies and you're like, should I have my dinner or should I have the cookies? No, you should have the cookies. And it's almost always the cookies. So that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's our buzz. This uh, That's our appetizer this week. That's our buzz. That's all that's we're talking buzz. about. The Christmas cookies. <laughs> um, but of course we had to do our What's the Buzz segment. What's the buzz? What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. 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 As we do our um, If I Were a Rich Man Dancing. Tradition. Yeah, yeah, tradition. Yeah. It is a tradition. Uh, of course, our weekly Broadway theater news segment. Rachel, what do we have to start them off with? This is a big one. Wow. Easy. Literally mere seconds after recording last week's, after, yeah, hanging up our for recording last week's episode, mm-hmm. we found out that Tammy Faye is going to Broadway. This is so wild. This is so In the 2024-2025 season. Yeah, so, I think the first show. Buckle up. But, but I'm, I'm very excited and it's going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Reynolds reposted this. So maybe I'm hoping he's going to return to the Tammy Faye musical. I just can't believe, like, we got the Tammy Faye movie. We got the eyes of Tammy Faye. And now she's going to be on Broadway? Like, this is crazy. I really, you know, it would be wild if it was, was Andrew Reynolds and Jessica Chastain. <laughs> that would be amazing. And then we could have the same um, Tony Awards. Yeah. Although the other thing I was thinking was because they posted that picture of Andrew and who I can't remember the actress's name who played Tammy Faye, but she she I was thinking, what if it's Patty Murin? Because Andrew and Patty Murin are like BFFs, mm. and I want that would be so fun for them. I don't know. I'm putting this out into the universe. If, There's obviously no casting officially announced. No. No, yeah. but like I said, Andrew reposted it. So I mean, obviously he was a part of the West End run. So I, um, he's he's just excited for it to come to Broadway, but I think he's also manifesting that he's going to be casted. So yeah, from Gutenberg true. to Timmy Faye, so. he's going to just stay on Broadway. Forget kiss LA goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I love that. Thank you. Um, 
we got our first look at Stranger Things, the first shadow, which is like I love the I love that um subtitle. It's a very good subtitle. I know. The the photo yeah. looked great and the little it other does. visuals. Yeah. I'm I'm intrigued once mm-hmm. again by how this is actually gonna do. But um yeah, but I'm excited. I also need to I know mean, again, more about what part of the Stranger Things well, isn't it like situation. Young Hopper or whatever? Isn't that his name? Well, that's Hopper. Yeah, but thing? I don't understand what right. the actual storyline is, and I need to just look it up. That's something right. I could easily solve. Yeah, you need to something you need to look up. Wait, 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 yeah. wait. Yeah. And and Google. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting because we've talked about because we have the Hunger Games play coming. And then we have the Stranger Things. And then we talked last week about the Queen's Gambit coming. It's just so interesting. We have all these like TV show, movie, theater things. The Hunger Games is the one that interests me the most of like, what is this going to be? Like, I don't know. I will say as a just a quick aside, we in the in the in-between of last podcast recording and this one, we also got the um, the album for the new hunger games movie the songs mm, mm-hmm. of whatever yes. and snakes and so, birds. S- no, songbirds um, and say the ballad of songbirds and snakes songbirds and snakes yes yes the long it's I boss the is book. what it's called ballad of songbirds and snakes it's boss well is what it, exactly. i will say that the soundtrack is popping and i've listened to it twice so. have you seen the Just movie wanna... no i haven't seen the movie yet okay cool cool but cool, i have read cool. the book it's actually by the time this is released this episode podcast that we're recording i think i will have seen the movie but i've not seen it yet i actually was supposed to see it two days ago but then you know having a baby does that to you it does that to you that's right yeah yeah Yeah. he was he he is the hunger games the baby (laughs) (laughs) it's really having a baby is the hunger games um we had yeah he is we had uh the past week we had final bow for reeve carney and of course then taking over for the role was his first performance last night i think it was right as of recording this yeah yes as of recording this um but jordan fisher took over the role as orpheus and he really does look great i mean in the photos that we saw he looks really great and i'm excited for him yeah, I listened to someone who recorded just his voice, and he sounds he sounds pretty good. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll see how he does. He yeah. by the time this comes out, he will have been on Broadway for about a week and a half, so or two weeks. Maybe you can see him in the show. Maybe you can go see him. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe I have um, other I have is... other eyes on my, other yes. prizes on with my eyes peeled out. <laughs> what is the, what is the eyes on the prizes? Other, other prizes with with my eyes. Other prizes. I have other eyes. prizes I'm eyeing. <laughs> I can't just move on. I'm, and she's not I'm she's dying. not talking about men or women. I'm literally just I'm talking about here. musicals. She's just talking about Broadway shows. Speaking yeah, of being yeah. fine and and perfectly fine. True. Yeah, and trying to not say you're you're fine but you're not. Um next <laughs> Mm-hmm. Next to normal at the Dumar Warehouse, Dunmar, Dumar, Dunmar, 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 Dunmar. Dunmar. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, I only know since uh, I've been there. Right. Uh, the amazing. I mean, we don't know for sure because we haven't seen it, but the amazing looking production. Amazing. 
<laughs> yeah, with Casey Levy production of Extra Normal, he's going to transfer to the West End. Um, and I'm very excited for this. But this just ultimately means that we could hopefully get a Broadway run. So I do think Broadway that this revival. means we're going to have a Broadway revival. Yeah. I do. Think. Oh, so great. And Next to Normal will get the vindication that it deserves. And I love it so much. <laughs> Although, or, if we get... I mean, it depends on who they're against. That's true. I was just about to say, like, what if we got, like, a Billy Elliot revival and then they go up against each other again? So, I would Wait, so it is literally too way too soon to revive Billy Elliot. <laughs> but not too soon? So normal? soon. No, Billy Elliot is too soon. It came out the same year. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Billy Elliot, the first show. Billy Elliot, the first show I saw after I tore my meniscus, I went and saw Billy Elliot at the Altria. Wow, what um, a time. Yeah, the the week of our tech week for Wizard of Oz, right before we started tech week. Oh, I forgot. Yes, and I was like, let me watch all these boys dance while I can't walk. Well, so. I literally can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's oh, good, good times. for your self-esteem. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it was great. And um, and also, um, Tom Holland, R.I.P. Tom Holland and Billy. He's, he's still alive. <laughs> he's still you alive. You can't R.I.P. I mean, him. No, but like R.I.P. His prof- like I I love watching videos of him when he was little. Oh, so gosh. Yeah, we can't revive it until Tom Holland comes back. Not as <laughs> his as older self, Billy but, in the end. As older Billy, but as in someone the end. he needs to be in it. Yeah. Um, what else we okay. got? You're, you're, what else? Next week, this, Rachel's this favorite week, show. My favorite yeah. show. Yeah, let me just. I'll just talk yeah. about it. Robin <laughs> Herder sets her end date in a beautiful noise, um, and that end date is December seventeenth. I think this is actually pretty big news. I wonder how this will affect ticket sales and who they will announce next. Um, but yeah, I, I guess this will help ticket sales now through December 16th. So we'll see. I, I wonder if she's I will like... walk by the theater and I will tell you what I see with my eyes. Speaking of keeping mm-hmm. my eyes peeled. Yeah. On the prizes. I, I, <laughs> I wonder if Robin Herder's like, I can't do this 5 p.m. This 3 p.m. show, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> like, I, my lifestyle doesn't doesn't do for a 1 p.m. and yeah. a 5 p.m. <laughs> meanwhile, I'm meanwhile I'm over here mm. like, how do the Rockettes do a 10, a one, a three, a five, yeah. a seven or an eight, and a 10 again? I'm like, how? But that can't be good. They have a 10 p.m. They have a 10 yes, p.m. They have a 10 what? p.m. I know. Okay, that's wild. But all they're doing is dancing. They're not singing. But all they're doing <laughs> is. I know. I, as soon as I said that, I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Wow. No, anyway. I mean, like we've known people that, like we, our choreographer growing up, their sister was a rock cat. So like we've known people oh. that were around that and yeah it's a very hard lifestyle i've, I've also i think i follow a rocket on instagram now i think about it but well ask them very how cool. they feel when you say they're only dancing um yeah i will i will yeah and this week we are a little bit lighter on the buzz because when we're recording this but next week we'll have a, uh, of course some more but our final piece of buzz annie DeFranco is going to join, speaking of Hadestown, 
in Hadestown as Persephone, and I read that she was in like early um, workshops of the show, I guess, That's and early crazy. performances. Yeah. This is crazy to so. me. This is insane. Annie DeFranco, that's crazy. Or mm-hmm. Ani, however you want to say her name. But, I mean, like, she's got, like, this is, like, some top 90s girl-ish on this music. And I cannot mm-hmm. believe she's going to be mm-hmm. in this show. So, she, when I was looking her up, because obviously I know some of her songs. But, she, I, you know what I didn't know? Is that she's produced 20 albums. That is That's crazy. So many. Mm-hmm. She could have her own Anne Juliet. <laughs> she could have her own Anne Juliet. <laughs> but this is going to be her Broadway debut, I, in case you didn't say. Yeah. Yes, it is so going to be her be Broadway exciting. debut. So her and Jordan Fisher will be on the stage together. So taking over be for fun. Betty Who. Yeah. Yes, taking over for Betty Who, who looks like she's doing a great job. And I think and I think Betty Who will be back on Broadway at in some point. Cause oh. she, I, I I only say that because I watched an interview with her and she said or they said, excuse me, that um they they like theater is something they've always wanted to do and that they'll probably continue doing it. So I would not crazy. be surprised. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I would love to see them maybe, back on Broadway. Maybe they'll be um, Mrs. Lovett after Sutton. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe more of in um, either Anne Juliet or in um, Moulin Rouge. Or Chicago is what I said. Oh, mm, maybe. I mean, if Pamela Anderson can, anyone can. <laughs> I heard Pamela Anderson was amazing. Yeah. I just feel like you have to be older. I don't mm-hmm. think Betty who's old enough. Yeah. Well, that's our buzz this week. Hope you guys had a great enjoy your if Christmas you are, Yes. Enjoy your Christmas cookies and had a great holiday break. And we're excited for this holiday. We've got some great episodes lined up for you guys. And it's going to be so much fun in the next couple of weeks. We're very excited. So well, we move on from all of our buzz this week, all of our past Thanksgiving buzz this week crazy and um of course we will get an update like we said next episode on how rachel's thanksgiving trip to new york City that will went. just be the buzz yeah yeah that will just be the buzz you're right we won't talk about anything else we'll talk about her her gutenberg guest that's what we'll talk about yeah the whole mm-hmm. time yeah yes the whole time. so be on the lookout for that episode Maybe we'll just have that be the entire episode, really. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Who's to say? Who is to say? That's we right. we are because we we do plan ahead. Yes, we do. But of course, we have to get to our main course today, which I guess we're in a turkey hangover or coma. Yeah, this is like this is yeah. your today is leftovers day, and so you're yeah. eating all the leftovers from Thanksgiving mm-hmm. in whatever way you can. That is yeah. the main course. It is. Yeah. Start with pie and end with your turkey sandwich with a little stuffing on top. I also recently saw an Instagram reel, because I'm old, yes, Instagram reel, mm-hmm. about uh, taking the stuffing and making waffles out of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I am going to try that. So I have not it done that as a recording this, but I will be, just like Rachel's New York trip, we'll be back next week. That, that will week. be all next yes. week. Yeah. Um, we also have special guest, my son, this week. Um, if you hear him in the background, that's me Yay. rocking my leg and um, trying to get him to 
you know, come on, we're recording a podcast here, dude. No. He, he just wants to yeah. participate. Yeah, he does. He has he lots just doesn't of have the words yet. About the Kennedy Center honors. <laughs> lots of feelings. He's got all the feelings, yeah, actually. It's true. And he's never even seen them, but he has lots of feelings. Um <laughs> but of course this week we're talking about the Kennedy Center honors, which I'm very excited about. I love the Kennedy Center honors. And of course we love Taylor's the Kennedy a big Center fan. Honor. We I do love the big fan. Kennedy Center. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and why don't we, I did want to do a little background on the Kennedy Center for those that don't know about what it is. It is the John F. Kennedy Center for Performing Arts, apparently formerly known as the John F. Kennedy Memorial Center for Performing Arts. So they changed the name, which I did not know. Commonly referred to as the Kennedy Center. (laughs) Uh, It is located in um, Washington, D.C., um, and it opened on September. This is great. September. It opened on September 8th, yeah. 1971. One. That's right. And it, of course, hosts many different genres of performing arts, such as theater, dance, orchestras, jazz, pop, psychedelic, and folk Ooh. music. Wow. Which is really cool. It's a really, really cool building. We've talked about it on the show before. Amazing. Yeah. Rachel has lived in D.C. before. I used to go up to D.C. all the time as a kid. I used to go to the Kennedy Center as a kid, which we talked about in our very first episode about our our theater beginnings, our little theater fetus beginnings. Um, But... Yeah, I used to go as a kid, go to the like the family shows. They used to have like school like time family theater shows and I used mm-hmm. to go there all the time. And they were so yeah. fun. They still yeah. have a lot of like free mm-hmm. and public one of the one of yeah. the just to briefly talk about the Kennedy Center yes. before we talk about the honors. It. But I think we've talked about we've mentioned this before on the podcast. The Kennedy Center offers a lot of free and accessible visual and performing arts experiences for those who live around the DC area. Um, And so they have, not only do they have shows and operas and musicals and symphonies and stuff where you pay to go, obviously, and you have a ticket and it's a big experience and it's a really beautiful building. And so people get really dressed up or you can come however you want to. They also have, you know, small screenings of you yeah. plays mm-hmm. um, that are kind of open door. Sometimes you can just mm-hmm. go they, if you get a flyer, but they also have things outside. They now have a sculpture garden, which is really cool. And an outside play, like not play place, but like an outside mm-hmm. visual performing arts yeah. studio that is often open in the summer times to kids at certain hours. Right. They have movies there. So, like they have a sundown mm-hmm. series in the fall that they did before COVID. I'm assuming they're still doing it now. It's outside and they have a big screen and it's actually projected on the other building. So they have a lot to offer and they have a lot to offer like all the time. They also have guest lectures and, you know, it mm-hmm. is it is D.C. So educational people do come also and comedians and all of that. And there mm-hmm. are so many different theaters and venues in that one space. Yeah. And the two main, like, big, like, theater spaces are the Opera House, which is where the Kennedy Center Honors are held, and the Eisenhower Theater. And then there's a bunch of black box theaters and little theaters. There's some concert venues. There's, like, an orchestra hall. It's so, so beautiful. It's It's really, really beautiful. Yeah. Just so you know, the concert hall is over 2,400 people 
the Eisenhower Crazy. Theater is about 1100 and then it goes down from there. So, and the Opera House is 2300. That's what I was going to ask. How many people are in the Opera House? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's a, it's uh, it's truly like when I, even going back as an adult cuz I've seen like I saw Anastasia there recently. I saw The Color Purple. I saw yeah. what did I see there? Something Oh, oh, Next to Normal. I saw Next, next to normal. normal there. Yeah. yeah. It is like one of the most beautiful theaters I've ever been in. Like it's buildings. Gorgeous. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And the Kennedy Center Honors were actually, yeah, yeah, we'll do a little history on that, of course. Yeah, tell us given, some, given tell to us those, things you know. Yeah, yeah, so much, so much. Um, given to those in the performing arts for their lifetime of con- contributions to American culture, um, which is really cool. And I read that, like, basically when um, – George Stevens Jr. created the Kennedy Center Honors with Nick Vanoff. Um, and when he said um, he when he started going to CBS, the which is the uh, network who who um, airs the Kennedy Center Honors, that the president of CBS said, and this is a quote, George came to us with this and what turned us on to the show is that it's the only one of its kind. Um, at least in the U.S., like most Europe and other countries, they have their ways of honoring their artists and their athletes. And England has its command performance for the Queen. Um, we see this as a national honoring of people who have contributed to society, not someone who happens to have a pop record hit at the moment. Our intention is not just to do another award show. We're making an effort in terms of of a real special. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think the point of here is that this is about lifetime achievement. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about some of the people who awardees, as we'll call them. Yeah. Um, and also they take this very seriously. This is not just about it's not just about, although mainly about people's ability and, and uh, creativity and in innovation in the performing visual and um just art space in general, but it's not limited to that. They care mm-hmm. about character. They care about, right. you know, this person's behavior, how they hold themselves uh, in the world, because technically it's, it is a big honor. It's one of the highest honors in the performing arts, especially um, for lifetime achievement, but also just, I think probably one of the most highly regarded non-politicized awards um yeah you can hold for sure so the first um ceremony happened in 1978 there are five usually five they pick a a group of five honorees Mm -hmm. and i think what's also really cool is so there's usually a diversity of different people within the art so there's usually like um a musician or like a dancer or like an actor and then like mm-hmm. usually like a a composer or something like that film um, yeah film, yeah yeah all the playwright yeah mm-hmm. yeah of art so there's not really any like painters i guess or like that type of art i mean maybe uh there yeah. were some car- cartoonists right that's true who yeah. were awarded 
Um, it says here, while uh, awards are primarily given to individuals, they've occasionally been given to couples or musical groups, mm. as well as one Broadway musical and one television show. Oh, and one duo, right? Yeah. Groups, a group duo, um, at least yeah. one. Composing duo, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, some fun facts I want to shout out. Um so normally there's like a little president's box there. The president and the first lady always join every year. Um, in 2017, however, um, President Donald Trump and first lady Melania decided not to participate in the events honoring the recipients of the 2017 Kennedy Center honors to, quote, allow the honorees to celebrate with without any political distraction. Um, this would be the first time marking um, that president. neither president or first lady has attended. This is why this is a big deal, right? right. Um, and I, I, I was saying this before about why I, I, it's, it's not a politicized award, right? These people are people right. who in the arts are just, they are people mm-hmm. and they obviously hold their own political beliefs and, that might right. be opposing or in tandem with the president at the time, but that's not the point, but mm-hmm. it is a high enough honor where the president and the, and the, the first lady attend, or at least one of them. Right. Um, and that's how mm-hmm. it was designed in the beginning. So right. um, I find that very, I mean, I, to me, it's one of those moments where we recognize that the power of performing arts transcends politics. Um it transforms politics, but also transcends politics. And I really appreciate this experience. You get to watch a room full of people um, talk about and validate the, uh, you know, the honorees, um, the awardees and the presidents there uh, at the time. And I, uh, we can feel one type of way or another about the presidents later, but I do, I mean, that's a big deal. That's like, yeah. Can you ima- I can't imagine being honored in the presence of a president and the president right. being there to recognize my honor. Well, and that's what, I mean, we'll get into this too, but I grew up watching this show a lot. And of course, being around, I knew what the Kennedy Center was from a pretty young age, of course, visiting it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you were just kind of, regardless of whether, what party they were in, you were just like, oh, the president's there. That's really cool. Yeah. And you could tell, I mean, obviously like, George W. Bush went to um, the ceremony every year and like that was exciting. And then Obama went like it doesn't really matter. I think it's just like they're just honoring art in general. And it's really Mm -hmm. cool to see. And I remember when that was I mean, not that we have to get political on this show, but when that was announced by Trump and Melania, I mean, that was like disappointing. It was like really like you're making it more. Uh, this is more of a statement than actually just going. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. I digress. I digress. But uh, I do want to say 248 Kennedy Center honors have been awarded as of t- 2022. Uh, one has been redacted, Revoked. and that was yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that was um, for Bill Cosby. He was awarded in 1995. Um, and as of 2018, following a sexual assault conviction, of course, he was rescinded his Kennedy Center honor, which I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In 2018, 
which we'll talk about this one a little bit later. The musical Hamilton was given um, a Kennedy Center honor and the creators. And then in 2019, this is the TV show, of course, too, that Sesame Street was given uh, a Kennedy Center honor, which is so cool. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, Taylor, I mean, as we are talking about the Kennedy Center honors, tell us more about you growing up watching this and like what your experience was watching it because it's very different. Like we we talk about the Tony Awards a lot. We talk about we just talked about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So, you know, tell us about what this is like for you. Well, this feel I mean, I remember again, I think I have a little bit of a special connection, too, because I grew up going to the Kennedy Center a lot. I recognize like I've sat where all those people I've sat in the opera house before about a billion times, not a billion, but you know what I mean? (laughs) And I mean, the first time I ever I was seven years old and I saw the Lion King and it was in the opera house. So like I remember literally sitting in there. So that was like a special connection. And also when I found musicals and theater and, and performing arts at a young age, I think I just wanted to watch as many things as I could because of that. I, my family and also my family, you know, I've talked about, I think on the show about how like my parents lived in London, my parents met in London and they saw like the original cast of Les Mis. They saw the original cast of Phantom in London. I mean, they saw a lot of theater they saw Mousetrap like when it first opened, which is Amazing. like, yeah, the oldest play in, in London, basically. Yeah. So they also are theater goers and theater lovers. So in that like kind of, I'm trying to, what's the word? Like one on, passed was passed along. Yes, it was passed along. Yeah. Yeah. And so we would watch this. It wasn't like an every year thing, but we watched it a lot of years and it was just it's just always so much fun and what I love about it is that I and as I've gotten older I've really appreciated this too but even at a young age like appreciating the diversity of the art artists and the artists that are um, recognized and also just seeing like all the performances it's really cool to see like what people what they choose to honor people like they really try and do they don't they do do the like the most famous thing that the person is known for but i think they try and like do like niche things and like little short segments of like movies or whatever or or, um performances or, or songs from a show that someone was in um or even perform a song of a musician that like people they it's not like their most well-known thing mm-hmm. um, which i think is really cool um they also do do the hits so there's that yeah uh, and 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 you know there are people who obviously are not musicians and people sing f- in recognition of them right. and mm-hmm. stuff like that and we can talk about our favorite the ones that we've seen our right. favorite performances uh, mm-hmm. honoring some of the honorees um, but yeah, I mean, I love that you grew up watching it. I mm-hmm. I didn't know honestly what the Kennedy Center honors. That's what I was gonna I, ask I, you. Like, when did you find? When did you like realize what it was? I probably knew about it to be mm-hmm. honest uh, before, but mm-hmm. I did not. I probably did not watch it until the year Tom Hanks won or was honored, which yeah. was 2014. 
Um, yeah. Also, Lily Tom. That year was Al Green, Tom Hanks, Patricia McBride, Sting, and Lily Tomlin. Yeah, great I, year. Amazing year. Um, yeah. I think that was probably the. That's the first time I remember seeing it live-ish or like at the time. Um, I might have seen clips of a few years before then, um, but then I then I started watching it. It's something mm-hmm. similar to like how I know I never saw all of the Tony Awards, but at some right. point I like I started watching it, and then YouTube was like, "Here, watch more of this," and I was like, oh, "Okay." Um, <laughs> so there was that. But I, I would say I became very invested in who was going to be honored and when they were going to show up in DC and all of that, starting around 2014. And then when I was there. In 2019, during the Kennedy Center Honors time, that Are you was gonna really, say you went to it. Okay, I, I you're did not like... go. I did not go, but we were all looking around because we knew who was being honored, and then we knew who yeah. was talking um, or like presenting things for those uh, so honorees. Yeah. So, um, so we were just all a buzz and a flutter about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember watching it live on TV especially the year of 2018. Um, and then of course I right. watched the, I watched the COVID year where they right. yeah. ha- pushed it and they filmed it yeah. at in segments. So they weren't all together yeah. in one place. I, I was actually in the hospital at the time and I remember watching mm-hmm. it live on the television and my nurse being like, yeah. what are you watching? And it was a tribute yeah. to Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. And I think also something. Throw back to, was Laura Osnes there? I think she was. And Derek yeah. Huff doing the Dick Van Dyke tribute. Yeah, Derek. Well, yeah. Of course. So good. Um, I think Jeremy Jordan was there too. Maybe I'm wrong. But um, something very special and interesting about this awards, this award ceremony too, that makes it a little bit different, of course, from like any other award show, is that it's filmed and then edited and then presented it's not live it is not alive yes. they they yeah. do the yes. award show and then they film it and then they present it yes. and i think that's cool it makes it streamlined it's very short it's only two hours like it but also you allows also... for there to be some like privacy and weight right. of the mm-hmm. room right like yeah. there can be things that are not for publicized sure. yeah. in the same way yeah. um that's probably harder these days with cell phones and everything but yeah yeah for sure for sure and they always have such, like, at least in the, I'd say really in the past, like, 15, 20 years, maybe they, they've they had some really great honorees yeah. in the past. And, and there I say they've always had great honorees. Yeah, it's that's just, true. That's true. They've these had, are definitely people who have, for the most part, stood the test of time character-wise, yeah. but then also, like, I mean, looking through this list, it's rare when I know so many people's names. Yeah. And that's because they have really penetrated the visual performing art. And there's and always one or two that like I don't know, which I think is a good thing because then you watch it and you're like, oh, I'm learning about this person. This yeah. is so cool. It's really cool yeah. to learn about like this person's body of work and what they did for, you know, there's other people watching this that love that one person. And maybe they'll learn about, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe they'll learn about Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, that's funny. Or Tom Hanks, I guess. I guess yeah. everyone knows Tom Hanks, but just, he's America's yeah. father. So yes. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Before we get into some performances that we'll talk about, um, we want to talk about this year's Kennedy Center Honor Awards, the 46th honors, which is very exciting. Um, taking place, the gala itself is taking place on 
this Sunday, I believe, uh, as of releasing this, December 3rd. And it will air on CBS on Wednesday, December 27th wow. from 9 to 11 Eastern Standard Time. Um, it'll also Crazy. stream on Paramount Plus, and it's hosted by previous honoree Gloria Estefan. So, which I believe she's hosted, she's hosted before in the past. So, both Rachel and I are now holding our children. I was like, I felt like I needed to hold mine. Yeah. yeah. Except I don't think he wants it. It's okay. But okay. he's been pawing yeah. me. So. Yeah. So this year's honorees, we have. Um, Actor and comedian Billy Crystal, of course, Mr. Saturday Night. Mr. Musical. Saturday Night. I'm sure they'll recognize that. And um, many other things. Yeah. When Harry Met Sally, so great. Um, so acclaimed Soprano is what it says here. Renee Fleming. <laughs> That's literally what it says here. Um, That's amazing. British singer, songwriter, producer, member of the Bee Gees, Barry Gibb. Yep. Rapper, singer, and actress Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah and the one. Been on Broadway. I don't know, actually. Yeah, that's, yeah. Look but that up. The right. one, then, the yeah. only. Let me tell you. Are you gonna read the last person? It, are you gonna say it, or do you want me to no, say? No, it? it's all you. It's all you. Dion, Dion Warwick. Dion Warwick. Dion Warwick. Yeah. I so it's her. a great group of, a great crop this year. <laughs> Uh, I don't think Latifah's been on Broadway. It says film, television, video games, music mm. videos, yeah. producer. She would be fun on Broadway. I mean, she's, she as, of course, so she's good. done Hairspray. So, um, the Hairspray movie. She was um, big, blonde, and beautiful. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what else. Um, what other. Ooh, she's a... been in The Wiz Live. Okay. Yeah, she would be um, great in a, in a revival of Hairspray. She's been so. in The Little Mermaid live. Remember, she was Ursula. Oh, right, right. I'm excited to watch it. I'm going to be watching this year. I think it'll be good. Do we know who's honoring them yet or no? Like, who's going to be? No, speaking? that's always usually a surprise. Like, who's going to come out? I mean, I'm sure, like, Meg Ryan will come out for Billy Crystal. Yeah. And um, maybe Rob Reiner, who is a big collaborator of his. I mean, I wonder if, like, Lindsay Mendez will come for Renee Fleming because they Fleming. did Carousel together. Yeah. And that could be fun. Maybe Jesse Mueller. Ooh. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, do you want us, Tay, uh, should we talk about some of our favorite performances? Yes. I have three that I want to mention okay. off the back. And I wondered if, uh, well, I do want to do an audible mention to, of course, the Hamilton creative team. Yeah. Which was in 20, 2018. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just think it's amazing that a whole musical basically was honored and a whole creative team. And I wonder if that will happen again one day. Um, that would be cool. really, really cool. So, of course, Lin-Manuel Miranda was honored, but uh, um, among them... He's smiling. My my son is smiling at me right now, um, because he's so excited about Hamilton. That's really he what loves it is. Hamilton. That's right. Yeah. Um, Andy Blakenbuehler, the choreographer, Tommy Kale, the director, and then um, Alex Lacamoire, the musical director. So very ex very exciting. It was a great performance. I know they did one last time, and they did the Skyler Sisters. I think that's all they did, right? 
I think they, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. It was so good. So good. So good. Yeah. That's an honorable mention for me. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 Such a great one. Um, I'm going to go kind of in order of like rewatching them of like, which one was my favorite. Cause I have one that's like literally my absolute favorite. I go back and watch it every couple of months. So oh, and it's a, it's a, it's a dark horse. It's a deep cut. So I can't wait to hear yeah. what that is. But my first one is going to be the, the oh, he is very excited. Um, he said the one too. that only I mentioned it earlier, of course, Andrew Lloyd Webber honored mm. in 2006. Um, and among his honorees, because I want to talk about the other honorees, um, Zubin Mad- Meta, Dolly Parton, Smokey Robinson, and Steven Spielberg. I mean, what I a know. group to be a part of! What that a is group! So crazy. It what is a, pretty what a crazy. Year to, yeah, what a year, what a to, year to be there. Um, I was 10 years old when this was presented, so I do. I I think I watched it live. I remember watching back to it. I remember the Josh Groban performance um and that's about it but uh and i remember all of steven spielberg stuff um et and all of that fun stuff i mean there's so it's crazy to think about because with steven spielberg just as a side tangent is that there's so much of steven spielberg that hadn't even been done like he hadn't even done yet that i feel like since 2006 like you could do a whole nother like we could honor him again. Yes, you could <laughs> honor him again. I mean, you could do a whole West Side Story tribute. It would be amazing. Um, I but I went back and watched Angel Ed Weber's performance. And first of all, Sarah Brightman comes out and does this. Did you watch this one? No, I I don't was, remember it, but I, I, I can't wait for you to tell me. It is wild. Sarah Brightman comes out and basically is like, I've known many facets of Andrew Lloyd Webber. I've seen many well, like of him. And I'm like, you mean being in bed with him with like, <laughs> that side? Like, everyone knows that you guys were together when you were like 17. Everyone knows he groomed yeah. you, basically. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Everyone, <laughs> like we said, what was it, two weeks ago that he was the phantom to her, Christine? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she, and then she also says, like, I hope you don't mind me saying this, Andrew. That Andrew? Gonna, and then, and then he says she gives him like a bunch of compliments, and some of them are like, he's he's hot headed, he's he's temperamental, he's a genius, he's like like all these things. <laughs> I don't even know if she uses those words it's exactly. So cringeworthy! But, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And then they do um like a video reel, which they always do, and then they do performances. Um, Christine Ebersol sings "Memory." Like I said, Josh Groban comes out and sings Music of the Night, which is amazing. And also I think back, I mean, this was 2006, so like over 15, like that was 15 years ago. And Josh Groban, I think everyone only saw him as a singer, and now he's, you know, in Sweeney Todd. So I'm wondering, like, I I, I think now if there wasn't already a Phantom of the Opera movie, I think it would be interesting to see Josh Groban as a Phantom of the Opera in a movie. Don't be getting yeah. okay. Well, no. Listen, that's all. He would. He, he's so much better than Gerard Butler. No, absolutely not. Gerard Whoa. Butler all the time. This is Gerard a- Butler, the fifty-three-year-old with the seventeen-year-old. That's all I'm saying. Listen, um, he's he's still got it going on. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, Josh Groban was great. And then they do a Cats 
perform like uh, they do a whole video section. How have I not seen this? I know that's what I'm saying. So we will post all these videos if there is video in in our show notes. Um, but yeah, it's super fun. And what I uh, another thing I forgot to mention this. What I love about this um, award show is that they always cut back to the performer during the performance and freaking Andrew Lloyd Webber is like crying he's mouthing all the words to his songs it is like so sweet and made me have like like oh like he really like you just really see like they created all this work like you really see them like watching their work and being like wow I'm so proud of this of course he hadn't done Cinder- Bad Cinderella yet so there's that so he had nothing then, to be ashamed of yet right and School of Rock and um, Devil Wears Prada is that him or is that Elton John Point I taken. no that's, yeah. I think that's Elton John okay yeah 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 but, but it's not um, yeah so ALW is my first is my first pick that's so good. We did this differently, yeah. but I like it. I like this. Okay. I picked performers who were honoring them, which is kind of what you did, but you picked okay. honorees. Yes, I did pick honorees. We did. I will. I picked my favorite performers who were honoring the honorees, and Love then this. I also picked the most surprising or the most exciting honorees as a separate little entity. Oh my so, gosh, I love it. Yeah, I'll, we did this very differently. Again, not not communicating. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I'll go with one. This is one that I remember seeing and thought, oh my gosh. And I just felt it was one of those performances where a legend bows down to another legend and you're like, can you imagine being in this room? Can you imagine if they talk to each other? I just, and they just were so, it, right. it, it, it's amazing. So um, the legendary Aretha Franklin Mm-hmm. who also was an honoree performed and she at, at, literally at the end of the show and she sang and played the piano to yeah. a carol king song where carol king was being honored and she sang natural woman and i it's just it's actually just so gorgeous obviously this is only a few years before aretha franklin does pass away so um yeah. but it's just it's so good. I really love this performance. And it was one of those moments where I just felt like, wow, what an incredible space to be in with two women who are powerhouse women acknowledging each other. And just, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Can you imagine Aretha Franklin singing your song when you're being And honored? most people don't know that Carol King did write that song. I yes, think a lot of that people, is a good think- point. I think now with the musical and and beautiful and all of that, I think people know a little bit more. But I think yeah. like respect, like people don't know she wrote that locomotive. Like there's so many, right. yes, songs and, that and, she and, wrote. And obviously Aretha Franklin probably would not have been who she was without Carol King. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's a it's maybe a full circle kind of experience mm-hmm. or moment there. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. For sure. That's a great one. That's a really fun video to go back and watch because like everyone in the audience is like, (gasps) Aretha Franklin. (laughs) And I think that was during Obama year too. And that was, am I wrong? 2015. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that was really cool to have a black president there and to watch Aretha Franklin sing that. And yeah, just really, really cool. Yeah. Um, Taylor, what? Who else uh, is 
one of your favorite honorees yeah. or performers. Well, my next one honorees. is one that I don't think I watched live because I was three or four. So I was, I don't think I, I if I did, I do not remember it. Um, but I do remember going back once I found out like who the performers were and like fell in love with them, I would go back and watch this performance. And it's also just like so well constructed. It's a very well constructed performance and this the the um the set design's really cool. It's very simple, which is like oh. something that I think a lot of people don't think about. But um, this design. is the this is the two thousand one Kennedy Center honors and this is the one that only Julie Andrews, mm-hmm. who, you know, the queen of everything. Um, her year also had Van Silborn, Quincy Jones, Jack Nicholson, and Luciano Pavarotti. And during her performance, of course, they honored things like Cinderella, Mary Poppins, The Sound of Music, Camelot, My Fair Lady. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. I mean, um, her resume but, is yeah. pages long. Where was Princess Diaries, though? That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> and Princess Diaries would be a great musical, great stage yes. show. That's, yeah. I feel like we've talked about this before. Specifically, the have. second one would be yeah. the best. Right. Mattress surfing. Um, but what, what I love specifically about this performance is Christian Chenoweth coming out and doing um is this spoon I think it is spoonful of sugar um doing her best Mary Poppins and and what I do love about this again this is pre-wicked this is three years before mm, wicked that's so this amazing. is like pre she had already won the Tony for Charlie Brown um Kristen which is crazy so, yeah which is crazy, crazy um, so she was already like established within the theater community but I think she wasn't like who she is now and I think um, just her performance is incredible, and Julie Andrews, I think at first is like, oh, she's kind of doing a little bit of an impression of me, but mm. then by the end, she's like, oh, she's making it her own, um, which I really love, and that's just Christian Chenoweth. I think people <laughs> underestimate her a little bit, and I and by the end, you're one over. I don't think and people think- do, but I definitely think people did. Yeah, that's true. And then by the end, you're you're won over by her, and that's what I love about her. Oh, I love that. Um, and then Rebecca Luker comes out and does uh the sound of music and sings the sound of music, and it is so beautiful. And I was like, damn, wow. Rebecca Luker is amazing. She mm-hmm. is so talented, and she played Maria several times in the stage version. Um, and that was really cool to see. And just again, Julie Andrews getting so teared up at all these songs and it was so good. I love it so much. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, also just a gem of a woman. She's just a gem of a woman. Gem of a woman. What else you got, Rachel? Okay. In my version of this, (laughs) (laughs) um, this, I want this to be first, but it's not because I don't watch it frequently, but it was when I watched it one of the funniest things ever and then or one of the funniest things I've seen and then and then knowing what I know now about the person who was Mm. that he was talking about um, it, it, it was even better so this is from 2002 also given the context of the world at that time Right. Um, was just amazing but it is uh steve martin and he's doing a bit uh for the honoree paul simon mm. and it's it is really 
so good. Um, yeah. He's so funny. And I like you were saying, he the cool part about the Kennedy Center Honors is it flips back to the award, the honorees. And so, I mean, Steve Martin is just making all, all of these bits about it mm -hmm. and you get to see Paul Simon like cracking up and just all of this stuff. So it was, a, it also gives his resume in a way that felt so comedic, but also was just so crazy right. um, at the time, whenever I watched this, which was not 2002 to be clear, but probably some point when I was in my, I love Steve Martin phase. How can I do more things and watch more? Steve I feel Martin like that's me now too. It's still me now, but I, yeah. it definitely was me before. Um, uh, when I watched it, I knew some things about Paul Simon, but now I feel like I know a lot more about him. And so it was just really, it's now very funny and very touching, especially because I, I think Steve Martin is just, I think he's one of the best comedians in our lifetime. Um, yeah. People don't give him enough, enough credit on that. But um, mm -hmm. anyway, it's just such a great performance. It's six minutes of a bit. That's really basically the resume of Paul. <laughs> and it's amazing. Um, and that. that in 2002, the other honorees um, were James Earl Jones. So you can see him too. James Levine, Cheetah Rivera is also there. Paul Simon, obviously. And then Elizabeth Taylor. So just quite a, quite wow. a range. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. I know. Yeah. It's so good. What a, what a great group. Again, another great group of people. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, my last one, which I said yeah, I, I frequently go back and watch this performance because it's just so amazing. It is such okay. a good performance. So this is the 2013 Kennedy oh, Center wow. Honors. And this was them honoring Shirley MacLaine mm. um, is who they honored. And this performance is just so iconic. It has Bettina Miller, Sutton Foster, Karen Olivo, and Anna Kendrick. It is one of the best performances I go back and specifically the Anna Kendrick section. And I've talked about this with Rachel yes. before. Yes. We have. It is just so incredible. The first time I ever watched it, I just was jaw on the floor. Like this is Anna Kendrick. Why is she not doing more Broadway? Like mm -hmm. she is so talented. Mm -hmm. And like, of course we know her doing movie musicals, but I think like, you know, on movies, you can do it multiple takes. You can do it whatever. So you don't really get a real feel of, like, who yeah. they are as a live performer. And, of course, she did start on Broadway. She got a Tony yes. nomination yeah. when she was, like, eight years old. Right. Yep. Yeah. And so I think that's interesting. But I'm this performance of her in this – I mean, it's literally, like, maybe a minute and 30 seconds of her singing. It's, like, truly one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. It is so, so What is good. she singing, Taylor? She's singing, um, it's not, it's not, what's it called? I gotta look this up. <laughs> I don't know enough. He's going to start singing it. He doesn't know the word. He doesn't know the name, but he's going to start singing it. It's not where you start. It's how you finish. Oh, it's oh. Not where you go, it's how you land. See, there he goes. Oh, it was a, a mainstay of Shirley MacLaine's stage show in the 1970s. Oh, yeah. and it was so cool. And Shirley MacLaine, I believe, is like kind of also a shorter 
individual. So and Anna Kendrick, as we know, is very short. So that was cool. They at the end, you could see like Shirley MacLaine was like mouthing the words, and then going back, and then at the end, she like gives her a big kiss at the end, and it's just so sweet. And also, again, four very iconic Broadway performers: Karen Olivo, Sutton Foster. And Anna Kendrick. It's so, so good. I'll link it in the show notes. You guys should watch it. That's amazing. It's worth watching. Yeah. Oh. So good, Taylor. So, so good. I love it so much. Do you have any final? I have one last performance. And then I want to shout out just a few random people that I was like, wow, I didn't. I I should have known that they got a Mm -hmm. uh, Kennedy Honor uh, Honor. Mm Kennedy honor. Yeah. But I don't, but I did it. Um, and now I know. Okay. So, yeah. the more um, you know. but the, but first I'll say a performance I do watch. Um, maybe I will watch in preparation of this musical coming into mm-hmm. town soon. Um, is by none other than Beyonce herself. Love this. Who is in 2005 who sings proud mary for tina turner being awarded honored it is one of the best things i've ever seen and um, when i was at the beyonce concert this summer obviously i knew she wasn't going to sing the song but all i could think about was her in this red dress at the kennedy center surprise song shocking people right it's 2005 the culture is not where it is currently. Um, we are still dealing with post 9-11 stuff. Yeah. And Beyonce is a younger pop star. And people don't, I mean, I, I don't think that a lot, I mean, obviously some people in a lot of spaces did know how powerful she was already at 2000, in 2005. But I would say they don't, not in the way that it, she swept the culture now. Yeah, across culture I mean, now. I don't think she was like Queen B yet. I I don't know, but I would mm-hmm. say that this performance, I can, I just cannot imagine being in that room while it was happening. Yeah. So, yeah. that is my favorite performance um, from the Kennedy Center that. that I've seen. I love that. And I want to shout out just a few people where I was like, oh, I should have known that, but somehow mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah. Ella Fitzgerald. Has a Kennedy. Oh my gosh, so crazy! I should have known that. I should have known that. In the same year, Tennessee Williams. That makes sense. Just just things I didn't know. Cary Grant didn't know he had a Kennedy Center honor. I did not know Shirley Temple. Yes, I saw this too. There's a video of her of her as well, which is so wonderful. So that I wanted yeah. to shout that out because I was like, wow, I did not know that at all. These are people where I should have thought, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But I didn't know. And so now I know. And that's why we do this. That's why we have this podcast is actually just to educate us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No one else. It's just for us. It's just for, for us. Yeah. yeah. But I, I really know. love the Kennedy Center honors. And now mm-hmm. I feel like, Tay, I need to watch them and be more active oh. in my we're gonna, yeah, in my yeah, participation. activate the Kennedy Center Honor button and watch it every year. Yay, the Kennedy Center! Yay, John F. Kennedy! <laughs> Listen, yeah. Taylor, we said non political. I mean, if it wasn't for 
them Let's loving not candy speculate. so much. Would, <laughs> would, would the Kennedy Center exist? That's all I'm saying. True. That's fair. It's yeah. a very fair question. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel, for having this Thanks, Kennedy Jen. Center distraction discussion. Yay! Yeah. All now we all take a trip to the Kennedy Center. Yeah. Field trip. Field trip. On our magic school bus. <laughs>
No, I, I, okay, okay. I don't think I have. Okay. If I have, we both have to redo it. I know, we both have But to I redo. don't believe I have. I looked, Um, I believe okay. that I have been one of the characters, but not. I love how that was both of our reactions to it, but I do love this. Let me be your star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but please, let, let me, me be your star. Alternatively, I could just be Smash. Either way. Either way. Fade in on a girl whose hunger for New York is virtual. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. me. Hungry for Jonathan Groff is really what it is. So. Oh my gosh, guys! The 21 minutes of the Vanity Fair lie detector test is not 21 minutes wasted. I just want to be clear about Amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah, we'll link it in our show notes. Worth a watch. Worth a watch. Well, if you like, would like to join us on our discussion this week, check us out at theaternerdpod.com. Or you can also find us on Instagram and threads at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. Thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week. Bye.